All right, good morning, everyone. Might not be morning for you, but it's morning for me and Mike. Uh, it's a Tuesday morning. I'm interviewing Mike Ewalt, and we're at Peak Performance on 78th and Cass. Um, today we're going to be talking about beer and bagel. We're not, we don't have any beer and no bagels because it is 9 a.m., but here we are. Good morning, Sarah. Yeah. Um, if you guys, I've mentioned it before, but I do work part-time mm -hmm. at Peak Performance, mm -hmm. so I will definitely be at Beer Bagel. Beer Excellent. and Bagel. <laughs> I will be you working need it. a lot of help out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last year was my first time going out there, actually. Um, when I used to be a zookeeper, I didn't have weekends off, so I, you know, had to be very picky about what races I did, so I never made it out there. And then last year, I worked for you, so I went out there, and it was so fun. I kind of, I regretted every, every weekend I missed it, you know? There's a, a lot of people that have been doing it for a number of years in a row, and, and uh, um, we've consciously made it the last blowout run of the year type of thing you know for that reason so that uh, is something to look forward to towards the end of the running season and something something to kind of put an exclamation mark on on their running for a year and yeah like hey this is the end of the season we're just it. gonna go out hard have a good time exactly nice little party afterwards as you found out uh you know we have the greatest dj in the world out there dj jab justin bruns is his name uh highly recommend him if you have any <laughs> weddings whatever birthday parties whatever uh, he does a great job. Oh, gosh, yeah. And, like, we all finished four miles, and people are still, like, dancing their little hearts out. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. really fun. Um, so when did Beard and Bagel start? That's, so it's actually a funny story because uh, peak performance, we've been in business 28 years. And uh, since this is 2022, this will actually be our 29th Beard and Bagel run. Dang. What happened was back in 94 when we first opened, uh, it was actually our first run that we created, and it was a spring run. And it went over pretty well. You know, we'd, we had maybe 50 or 60 runners at that time. And, and we're sitting around talking. Of course, we're drinking beer. And we think, no, this should be more of an, a fall run as opposed to a spring run. And so we turned around and did it in the fall one more time. Oh, so two times in one year. <laughs> yeah. Same race twice in one year. So that's how we ended up. Being, this will be the 29th year. That's funny. The 29th time of doing the beer and bagel run. 28th but, year, 29th tw time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when we first opened in March of uh, 94, uh, we had a fun run, opening day of peak performance. Actually, we were called walk and run fitness back then. So we had a fun run, and uh, afterwards, you know, we had about 50, 60 people again, like I said, and and uh, we had some of the elite runners in town that ran the event. And Who the, were those people? Do you uh, remember? It would be like, oh yeah, Chuck Cooper, Ron Baker, Gary Julin, Harvey Kunz, uh, Stan Shirk, you know, there's what would be the oldies these days, some names you probably haven't even heard of. No. <laughs> um, Maybe Dave Sute, you know, yeah. he may have been there at that time. Uh, he was on our the Peak Performance original running team. We had a running team one time. Anyway, uh, we get down to the run and, and that little after party, you know, that type of thing. And, and we've got uh, juice and coffee. No, no, excuse me, juice and water and Gatorade of some sort. And then bagels and donuts. And we had beer. And all these elite runners come up and said, beer? We don't have beer after a run. <laughs> You have it's 10 o'clock in the morning. It's, it's exactly right. You have, you have juice and coffee and, you know, it, as I said before, 
And uh, my brother and I, who were partners at that time in, in starting Peak Performance, we said, you know what, we're going to have beer at our runs. So for those of you that uh, have followed us all these years, you know, <laughs> there's always beer at our events. That's the reason why. Uh, and so after our opening, um, grand opening uh, event, we start talking about putting on a race. And, of course, like I said, we're drinking and so forth. And well, we need bagels because that's what runners want. And we're going to have beer. So that's how we emphasized or came up with the idea of a beer and bagel run. Uh, the first year, actually the first few years we did it out at, um, I take that back, the first year we did it at Tranquility. Uh, and then we went out to Cunningham before the whole new Cunningham project mm-hmm. you know, was done. There's really rough, rough trails out there. Um, and we did it out there for four or five years. And whoever came in last at that time, because we bought a keg, Whoever came in at last at that time had to do a keg stand. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> you know, just to mark that they were the last one to cross the finish line. And there's no doubt they had had some help, you know, holding them up and that type of thing. But that was kind of one of those funny stories that just came as an offshoot. Uh, so we moved it from there. We actually did it at uh, Memorial Elmwood Park for two or three years. That would be weird. Uh, it was. And uh, the city... Uh, we approached them one year, and the city said no because they didn't want to ruin the pristine nature of the park <laughs> by putting on a run there. And we, shortly after that, uh, the city decided to do their July Fourth of July concerts there. Oh my God! Okay, and <laughs> That's just ruined, pristine. <laughs> and just ruined the park. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> so we moved it from there to Mount Crescent. Uh, oh, I the, think the, I've heard that the ski area over in you know in Iowa type of thing. And uh, we had it over there through probably early 2000s to 2008, I think is what it was. And uh, running up and down the, the ski slopes over there. Uh, again, the first time I'll never forget the elite runners in town, the Ron Bakers, the Gary Julins. We have them uh, running up the first s- ski slope and they're walking. <laughs> <laughs> and they get to the top, and they're just yelling at me and shaking their head and so forth. And so we put them back through the trail system, uh, back behind the ski slopes. And and uh, pretty soon, um, we hear this clunk, clunk, clunk coming. And there's this whole uh, bunch of deer come running running out of the trees, <laughs> followed by Gary Julin. <laughs> I wish we had had pictures or a camera at that time. It was really funny. But... Uh, so, yeah, we, we did it over there for a number of years. Uh, the last year we did it, uh, probably name you'll recognize, Todd Nod. Yep. Um, Todd was competing against one of my employees at the time. His name was Kurt Kaiser. And uh, they were going back and forth um, uh, as far as first and second, first and second, depending who could do the hill better, who could run down the hill better, that type of thing. And uh, slope number six was the last downhill to the finish line. And it was a little wet that morning. And Kurt comes out of the, the trees first, runs over the top, and he's kind of making his way down the hill as best he can. And here comes Todd Knott, comes flying over the top of the hill, never even lands on his feet. He lands on his butt, <laughs> slides past Kurt on the way down, hits the, hits the ground running, and beats him at the finish line. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Imagine having that on video. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's before cell phones and you know some of that stuff. But uh, yeah, we we've we've had a lot of good stories over the years with uh, the beer and bagel runs. 
And then in 2009, um, the Mount Crescent people went under new management. Mm. And so they sold out, and the new guy really didn't want us to have an event over there. He didn't know what Beer and Bagel Run was, and he was a little unsure about things, so we went looking for a new location. And that's when we thought, well, we really don't get enough people out of Lincoln. So we thought that this should be more of an Omaha-Lincoln type of event. And so we uh, approached Joe Sutter out of Quarry Oaks, uh, who I had heard, I didn't really know Joe at the time, but I heard he um, had been a runner a little bit on the side. And uh, apparently uh, College of St. Mary's have, had actually put on their own cross-country meet out there one year. And so I approached him, he goes, yeah, sure, come on now, you know, we'll, we'll do something. So uh, that's the, kind of that story. Um, that's how we made it out to Quarry Oaks. And now we've been out there it would be 14 years now, I think. I really like it out there. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. They get a lot of land. Uh, there's some parts of the uh, the property we'd like to use, but it's going to need some tree removals. <laughs> a little help. <laughs> a little help to, to get there. Uh, matter of fact, the first couple of years, we used to have creek crossings. Oh. Yeah, uh, the creek out there uh, next to the um, the safari, the, the uh, zoo safari area mm-hmm. out there, uh, actually kind of runs runs through the safari, but it's very close to the Quarry Oaks property. And uh, there's actually a little kind of an island or inlet out there that we ran down through the water, did a big loop, and came back through the water again. And it was kind of fun because you had people running against each other through the water, so water splashing up against everybody. And and uh, But there's always those that don't want to get their feet wet. You know? And it's so, October, November. It's October, local. November, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, so the uh, Quarry Oaks had actually moved some um, big concrete blocks. I mean, they're square blocks, so you could actually walk across them and put them kind of like a sidewalk. So you could somewhat, you know, hop had the from, option. Had the option of either getting your feet wet or, or whatever. Um, and then we did that for a couple of years. Then we kept the first water entry, but found a second water entry where we could get out from that inlet. And uh, when we did that, um, you come running down the hill, and the water's probably two feet deep, I suppose, going through there. And and we had the little water guns, and we had all kinds of stuff for them. <laughs> if they didn't, if they didn't want to take the bridge across, it's fine, but you're still going to get wet. Yeah, you know, that type of thing. that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and we had people losing shoes. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> this is a race you go to to get a PR, right? Exactly. <laughs> yep. uh, but. And one of the uh, premises behind doing the beer and bagel run was always Living History Farms. Oh, yeah. Because they had been doing Living History, I think, four or five years before we even started Beer and Bagel Run. And people from Omaha had always gone over to Des Moines, and, and you know, they had four, five, 6,000 people. Uh, one year, I think they had close to 8,000 people over Living History. Yeah, yeah um, I think Team Nebraska went there like in 2018 or something like that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're yeah. there probably every year. Yeah. There's some type of representation. Uh, so that's kind of an offshoot of why we did, you know, we always thought Omaha needed something similar to that. Just something different, something fun. Mm-hmm. Has it always been like half marathon and then four miles? No, no. When did um, that start? <clears throat> it's always been four mile-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's for sure. Uh, and the reason it's always four mileish because back in the day, before GPS systems, mm-hmm. you know, 94, 95, we didn't really have GPS systems. You'd have to be out there with a measuring wheel or some type of device on your bicycle, you know, trying to figure out the distance of it. And we just threw our arms up in the air after we tried to measure it the first time, and we go, nah, we'll just, 
We're just making it four mile-ish. It's not like it's qualifying for anything. You know? Right, so, it's just a trail run. <laughs> it's just a trail run. Um, so that's kind of where the four milers came along. And then in about five or six years, let's see, six years ago, um, I thought we had enough numbers from the four mile run that maybe we could make it a two day event and come up with some type of uh, half ish type of run. Well, at the same time, the pink gorilla guys come along and they create the halvesy. Yeah. So we had the halvesy and the half ish the same year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and people are kind of confused at that. I'm, are you doing the halves or are you doing the half-ish, you know? That's funny. or half-ish. Yeah, exactly. So we went round and round, and uh, Ben Cahoon had approached me about dates. And uh, the thing the Pink Gorilla guys have done is actually they've notified me ahead of time what dates they're doing the half-ish on or uh, halves yeah, on. Yeah. And so we've been able to adjust our date accordingly. Um do you feel like the events compete with each other a lot? Well, they're so yeah, different. Yes and no. Yeah. For distance, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but as far as uh, type of event, no. No. I mean, if you're going to do a, a half marathon road event, you do the Hansi. You know? Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But if you want something more unique, maybe something, I'd even call it more challenging, I guess, because it's off road. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's where, you know, that's where the Beer and Bagel Halfish comes into play. I was running with Connie Garrow the other week, and we were talking about Beer and Bagel, and she said that was her first trail run. Really? Like, she was a big road runner, and she's like, I couldn't understand why I kept falling. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's like this big trail ultramarathoner, so exactly. it's kind of a good gateway, you know? It is. It is. Um, there's been a lot of stories over the years that have come out of there. Um, you know, you used to be a zookeeper, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, I think, uh, ended up being pregnant after one of the beer and bagel ah. runs out there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but uh, we've had uh, a marriage proposal. Like, two marriage proposals. Two? Said, yeah. You said no. This it was two marriage proposals. We think two births. <laughs> some two sort. magical days. Yeah, two magical days and one divorce. Oh, a divorce. Yeah, yeah. Was it over the race? No. <laughs> no, no. Obviously, it had been building up. <laughs> Just the kind of the culmination yeah. of things. But. So things begin there and things end there Exactly, as well. <laughs> exactly. So uh, but the party still goes on. Yeah. You know, um, we've had anywhere, uh, be- before the Havsey came to town, right? We actually had 2,600 people out there. Jeez. Yeah. How many were out there last year? For uh, the last year after COVID and so forth, I think we had 1,100 in the, in the four mile and 140, almost 150 in the, in the half or so. Yeah. Um, one year, Holly Ann, uh, Frick and Kevin Cleary, they were like, oh, we're going to camp out here. I think they only <laughs> did that one year. Oh, really? <laughs> Do a lot of people camp or no? There have been a few. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Corey Oaks people... Um, don't want you to be camping on the property. Yeah, but that's fair. They'll go across to that bar across the road from the golf course. Okay. Uh, around the bend, I think is what it's called. And yeah. And just camp out over there overnight. So. It's a little cold in November to be mm-hmm. doing that. but um, And when did you guys, you know, expand out of Nebraska? That too. Uh, it's probably been five years, I suppose. I think when we came up with the half-ish, it's about the same time we started thinking about taking it on the road yeah how um, many states are you in now well this la- this year will be in eight states um we've 
we do Arkansas is the early one. That's at the end of March. And that's outside of Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh, then we come back and do Iowa uh, two weeks later. And then this year we went to Madison, Wisconsin in May. Um, July we were in uh, we were in St. Louis for July. August we were in Kansas City, um, and then we'll do Pennsylvania. Um, Halloween weekend, and then come back the following weekend and do Nebraska. It's so. a lot of beer and bagels. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but you know, I've been doing race directing also for 28 years, and you know, once you have the template down, it makes it a lot easier. What kind of numbers do you get at in like the other states? Uh, Pennsylvania is the second biggest one. We had a little over 500 there last year. Uh, Arkansas is growing fast. Uh, we had we've gone from you know 100. Well, actually, I should say we went from like 400 um, the first time we did it down there, but then they had this major flood, and so the place we were doing it all got wiped out, yeah. so we had to move it, and uh, we've been struggling to find a new location for it. So we've gone from 400 down there down to about 125. Now, this year, we're back up to 200 again. Um, a lot of them are in that 150 to 200 range. You know, it's very manageable. You know, we... Uh, basically take two or three of us you know to these events and we set up the course and we do all the work and all the tear down and all that stuff doesn't robin's nephew help with that a lot he does now yeah. um, it's always been kind of a family event because uh, robin's brother had helped me for a number of years and then uh, he bought into another business and so that took all of his time and now uh, um, robin's nephew jason is uh he works for unl Mm-hmm. university down there and uh, he's looking for a little extra stuff on the side so uh, we approached him and he said yes yeah, so yeah it's funny because he when I first started run 402 the podcast beer and bagel Nebraska messaged me on Instagram asking to be on the podcast saying that oh the race director's local and I'm like the race director's my boss <laughs> <laughs> of course he's gonna be on that's Jason. Yeah. He just doesn't know everybody yet. Yeah, I know. It was just funny. And, you know, the podcast is about the community. It's not about right, Sarah. Right. I don't put my face over everything, but, yeah. Uh, but if you go back um, for, the, the let's say, the 28 years of doing it, uh, the slogan came out right away, I'm a drinker with a running problem. Um, and then I would probably say... We had that slogan for about 10 or 12 years and until, until somebody started, or people started complaining about, well, I like to do the event, but I'm a recovering yeah. alcoholic or whatever. And we thought, well, maybe we can get some kids to run it too. So that's why we came up with them. a root beer drinker with a running problem. Yep. So they could wear these, we, we thought we'd get more kids and they could wear it to school. Yeah. You know, help kind of help promote the event. But we've always tried to make it a nice t-shirt so there, you know, people are, are willing to wear it. Um, oh, I see those shirts everywhere. Everywhere, especially. I love it when it's cool in the spring or cool in the fall, and it's just down to either wearing a long sleeve shirt or getting your first long sleeve shirt off for the fall. They come out. Yep. And uh, I was out running. I remember this last spring, out uh, by um, Standing Bear out there, and there was four different shirts for four <laughs> different years. <laughs> and you're just waving like, "Hey, yeah, I direct yeah. that." Nice shirt, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we, that's where that came from, and then. Probably about eight or nine years ago, um, we thought we needed a mascot. Oh. Something that, 
um, you know, it, it kind of helped seal the deal type of thing. And of course, we're watching the, the Jack Links commercial on TV and see Sasquatch. And well, it has there's nothing yeah. more appropriate than that, right? So that's where we came up with having Sasquatch as the. As and he comes to every race. He does. Does and, he uh, go out of state? He does. He travels. Yeah, yeah. he's a traveling um, monster. I don't know what he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we went out and purchased that costume, like I said, 78 years ago. And at that time, the costume was $500. And so I looked, looked at trying to replace it this last year, and that's almost $700 now to replace <laughs> the same costume. So, yeah, it's, it's got a lot of mileage. We clean it. Some people <laughs> say, do you ever wash it out or clean it? Yeah, we, we clean it. Um, we Who's going to be Sasquatch this year? Well, that's always a secret. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I knew who it was last year. I high five. <laughs> a lot of people high don't. High five them though. <laughs> a lot of lot of people don't. Um, unfortunately, the guy that's been doing it for us for the last number of years, his wife is running uh, in New York. Oh yeah. The same weekend, so he's so going to he be gone. Be so we we'll have a we'll have a, a new rookie Sasquatch. <laughs> Hopefully, they can live up to the the name. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your personalities change once you get inside there. Right. <laughs> you change. Yeah. Um, how can people register for Beer and Bagel? Uh, it's Beer and Bagel. It's, you know, website's beerandbagel.com. Okay. And uh, you'll see the list of, of the different states that we put it in out there. Uh, we also have a virtual side of it, too. Is that very popular? Uh, it's more so than you think. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's people, I really want to do it because I love the t-shirt, that type of thing, but I'm gone that weekend. Oh, and, and so, if you do it every year. Yeah, and so we, this is, this is the, the ability to give them the, um, to do a virtual run. They still have to submit the information. We send out the whole pack, including t-shirt, bib number, finishers, medal, all that stuff. So Yeah. Um, and then if you run both days, you get an additional medal. Yeah, so if you do both the half and the half-ish... Uh, you get a Squatchy Challenge. We named it Squatchy Challenge after the after Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a special medal for doing that. Otherwise, you get a finisher medal for each day. Plus, if you do it, do both days, then you get a third one. So, I mean, there's a lot of hardware that's given out. In oh yeah. yeah, I was at the finish last year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I was stationed taking pictures. It was and sometimes people get hostile. Like, Where's my medal? You, know, <laughs> like, you have three of them, man. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. exactly. Um, what are the numbers looking like this year? Uh, about the same as last year. Okay. I mean, we're kind of right on par with where we were last year at this time. So I would suspect we'll probably have about the same, about 1,100 people in the, the four mile and, and probably 150 or so again in the half. And if people aren't interested in running, you have a companion pass option? Yeah, uh, that too is, <laughs> it's always amazing how these things come around, you know, um, over the years of race directing, it always amazed me how people, runners, would show up with their families, and then their families would just eat the food and yep. the drink, and you know, they, they have no money invested in in what they're doing, and uh, but yet they, they they partake in all the post party act or post race activities, and since we're serving beer out there, we thought, well, we need to have some type of well, like checking IDs and all that stuff too, but there should be some type of financial yep. thing that uh, um, a person would need to, you know, paid in order to, to um, 
participate in the, the post-race party. And, and so, that helps you plan how much to get And to. it does. Yeah. It really does. Um, and so we came up with a companion pass. And uh, so you can, you know, run. Uh, excuse me, not run by me. You can eat, drink, and party without having to run type of thing. Yeah. And it's $25. And uh, in the past, we always just gave them a, a generic, an older beer and bagel type of bib number. You know, so they had an actual number. That's cute. <laughs> uh, but we ran out of those, yeah. so we had to come up with some new ways. So we just companion pass. Mm-hmm. Just that's all it is. Just a yellow bib that says companion pass. And if you find out, if you follow our other events, we offer the companion pass with other events too. Um, so that's why you'll see that. And that way, you can have fun, like celebrate with your whole family right, after. Right. And yeah. you know, then you're not going to run out of beer because you know how many people I know are how drinking. Many people right? signed up. Exactly. Can right. you buy that online? Yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, again, just go to the thebeerandbagel.com. And then, if someone wanted to volunteer, like help out on race day, is that an option too? Do you take volunteers? Well, as you know, employees are big time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> employees are big time. I had it nice last year, though. I just had a camera and I was just having fun. I was, <laughs> as people were walking up to the starting line, I was asking everyone what their race strategy was, and that race brings out a lot of more casual runners just like fun runners like hey this is the only race i'm doing this year just doing it with my friends and i got some really fun answers um i'm gonna have to get the social media page or something because i gotta get some of these on instagram we've uh, we've heard everything out there you know i lost a bet yep i'm running it uh, one guy lost his fantasy football league, and that was kind of the penalty. <laughs> you have to go run. <laughs> go run, run the beer and bagel run, yeah. Um, so we, we've heard a lot of things over the years why people do it. And, again, uh, you get a time, but it's just you're timing yourself. You're just you know competing against yourself type of thing. Uh, but it's really out there for the socialization um, and have a good time. And yeah. I said the last big blowout party run of the year, so... Yeah, I had a great time last year, and maybe it was because I didn't run, <laughs> because I was oh, just yeah. Oh, yeah. drinking beer, taking pictures, and getting paid to do it. I think that's the best way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now I'm going to be on trash duty, because I oh, said that. No. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. We'll have to look at those those assignments. Right. We'll put the high schoolers on trash yeah. now. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for being on. This oh, is, thank um, you really fun of course me and you talk all the time because i work here but it's fun to uh tell people about beer and bagel and a lot of people know about it they've been running it for like the past few years Mm. but they don't know the history i didn't know the history until sitting down today thank you sir i appreciate it all right this episode will be coming out on wednesday morning all right